Oh wait, are we? Yes. Are we here? No. Are we? Is this a thing? Are we wait, doing a thing? Are we doing that thing that we do every week? Yay. No. Yay. <laughs> pew 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 pew. Uh, <laughs> oh my welcome, God. welcome everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, it's been a week. It's Monday it's... was the longest month of my life. <laughs> Sorry, I'm laughing. I'm, I, I, I was part of because the show. Because I know Not you know that feel. Yeah. I No, dude. It, okay. Um, <laughs> I will say this. You handled it like a champ. Yeah, too. And, no, I mean, no. like, okay. So, so let me say, let me for, for for everybody in the chat and for everybody listening to the podcast. Welcome to the best of our week. Uh, Absolutely, forty three. Forty three. Yes. We got to Monday night. I think it was like ten p.m. And and you send me this text with like a smiley face, and you're like, "Hey, I just got to say, congratulations for making it to the end of the night." It it was a, like, it was right back at you, man. This was such. Such a, a a ridiculous combination of embargoes to have. Oh to my like god! Produce I, first for. ever have I had two embargoes hit the same day—a morning and an evening. I mean, thank God they're in morning and evening; they're not both in the morning. But th- this whole shenanigans of—I mean, I mean, okay. The reality of the matter is, obviously, the phone was already out, the pixels were out, but we the yeah. reviews were all going to be kicking off in, in the morning, so it was kind of a secondary embargo. Sure. But the Xperia Pro I was coming out later that night, and then believe it or not, like during that day when I was doing all the stuff, there were a whole bunch of leaks of it. Actually, it got leaked. Yeah. Sony was like really good up to the day before, and somehow, um, somehow it was it was like I saw it on an Arabic channel. They were talking about it. I was like, oh my god, mm-hmm. how did they find out? Um, and you to top all of that had the podcast to tackle on top of everything. That's why I was congratulating you. I'm like, dude, you went way beyond me, and I felt burnt out at the end of the day. So I was like, and, and I also had to finish a video for reviews.org. So uh, and I of was course, in for yeah. four on one, <laughs> one day. day. Yeah, no, it, hey man, if we're gonna, well, same thing. I mean, I had two English and two Arabics. Um, yes. All four videos, I posted all four. Salute! <laughs> Congratulations! Welcome to the club. The, four videos in a day now um mr oh, four videos in a day <laughs> we're gonna hashtag yeah. it four videos in a day club i'd like to see somebody else pull that off and and one of my videos was 25 minutes yeah. <laughs> 25 minutes uh I, I, and anyways um I, I i was late to both uh embargoes by the way the first one juan and i were like tk where's the video like- we're working together. I just as soon as you push upload, I just need the link. Oh, it's no. coming during the podcast. Yeah. I'm gonna be in the podcast. I can't put the link. I actually have on the YouTube on the YouTube description. I had to write TK's part one coming soon because I say in the video, like click no, no, below I, the link. And, and I and I so for me. I'll say this. Thank you for collaborating. Thank you for allowing us to put this. Yeah. we work together all the time. But I love the fact that we were able to collaborate on this effort and that we mm. both didn't call it a review. We didn't jump in and throw the word review just to get the views kind of thing. It For was sure. really more about focusing on the different aspects that we value or that we like to to basically showcase how these things work. So I was very happy with the videos and it was definitely a labor of love. Uh, all of the work, oh, yeah. all the testing, um, pulling the data, pulling the clips and so on. I actually maxed out the storage on my phone. That's Same. how crazy it is. Oh, you know, Same. It was yeah, like, like I didn't oh, that know would, 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 Yeah, one twenty eight <laughs> filled up quickly. Um, I was well, at the to be end. fair, to be fair, I mean, like, j- just so that people understand, when I do something stupid like a batch photo processing test, mm-hmm. that's ten gigabytes of raw files that I'm having the phone chew up. So 
almost a tenth of my storage is taken up by just that one test. Yep. And then I've got my video rendering test. I've got my video editing test. I've got my audio uh, podcast mix down test. I've got my RAR, RAR, RAR compression RAR. test. <laughs> um, yeah, <laughs> easy like for me to say, apparently. Um, the uh, Like by the time I'm done doing all my all of my performance testing, I'm down like 40 gig. And then I go out and shoot and I'm taking oh. these clips of six, uh, 4K 60 frame per second video. Mm-hmm. Now it's a stupid benchmark thing that we have to do to see how long you can record 4K video for. I, like, I stop how at a half I, hour. How did that actually become a thing, though? Like, when did that become a gold it's standard all, of the... But do you know what I mean? It's like, it's like some of this performance testing we do because we genuinely want to see how these things handle different situations. And some of this performance testing we do just so that we can end run around stupid comments from trolls. Yeah, no, I, I know. Oh, I, I, Pixel 5a isn't worth it because you can only shoot 10 minutes of 4K 60 video at a time. And you're like, what What numbskull is taking a mid-ranger phone and is trying okay. to shoot and like 90 minutes of soccer with it in 4K 60 4K from the six. stands? I was about to say, and in the distance that you are with it, it's going to be pointless to have that much fast uh, recording anyway. For sure. sure. Yeah. Um, We're all I, real worried about that. I was very worried, man. I, I I was waiting for that part of the video. I've gone know? through four strands of pearls from all the clutching. <laughs> it's just one right after the other. Well, Woe for is me, me. It, it is always going to be it is always going to be um, somebody that's not going to be happy with it. Um, I will say this before we get too far. I do want to say welcome to everybody in the chat. Of course, we have David yeah. Byrne. David's in there. Um, Jeff is in there. Um, John uh, Brophy. Sorry, I'm saying that correctly. Uh, Greg um, and of course Sam, our 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 dos dos, our dos duo dos, our duo buddy dos. From an, yeah, yeah, from another mother, um, and of course tech for your needs. Uh, Aditya is in there, of course. Hey man, how you doing? Vasikos is in there. Barry Johnson, um, and uh, uh, hold on, did I miss somebody else? <laughs> oh, Steve DeRoche, of course. Ranesh, <laughs> everybody. Sorry, I'm like scrolling. Yeah, we all got, the we, way we the got the good crew this week. Not like last week. Those people yeah. were lame. This week we've <laughs> this got week. all the sexy mamma jammas. Uh, Absolutely. Um, deal breaker, send it back. That's Hef, Hefe was with us on this one. He's like, yeah, no, no 90 minutes of 4k 60 on that phone. Shut it down. Send it back. So, so I want to, I want to cut straight to the quick. I, I feel like this, this podcast for the two of us, especially as we're talking about pixel six, mm-hmm. um, we can maybe spoil some of our, some of our talking points for, for our reviews that are going to oh, be yeah. coming no, out that, soon. Definitely. We, yeah. We've had a full week with it. We mm-hmm. just barely turned full week, actually, didn't we? Yeah, you know, just I still just about. don't feel like I'm going to title my video review. I think I'm going to do the one week with mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Just share some more thoughts philosophically, kind of talk about where I feel Pixel lines up and what sh- we should be looking forward to. Mm-hmm. Because I, I really feel the grand promise of Google using their own SOC is something that should be measured in years. Not oh, absolutely! In, in, like in, five in, days of use and like a long weekend where I shot like my my daughter's birthday party. You know, like I think I need a bit more than that. A little to, bit to, more to really talk it up. Maybe your wife's birthday party at the same time, and then then maybe yeah, sure. I think that's like one more birthday. I'll go um, crash some other kid's party at a park and I'll show be up. Like, it's like, yeah, hi, I, it's okay. I'm a YouTuber. I, I mean, I'm an influencer. I'm on you the internet. Me? Yeah, I'm, I'm, on, okay. I'm not on TikTok, but I'm, I'm on the other cool <laughs> site, <laughs> the Twitters. Um, so I, I, I want to I fire this point blank. Not, not, not letting you even get your thoughts in order yet. I'm just putting okay. you on the spot right now. 
both you and I shared a a sim detachment angst with the Pixel 4 XL. Yes. Where even me being the LG shill, you rocking some Samsung gear, we were both kind of taken aback by like how long our sim cards stayed in the Pixel 4. And like we kept coming back to that phone. Mm-hmm. I keep yep. coming back to that phone to talk about like performance and video rendering and things like that. Are you getting the sense that yeah, I know mine's right? <laughs> it was in Arbor's age. You say Pixel 4XL right there. So and hold I, on. I, I, are we back? I, I'm putting you on the spot. I mean, no, we're not. We, we, okay. we shared this uh, uh, this um, this affection for the Pixel yeah. 4. Are you starting to feel? Like you might have a vibe on Pixel Six, replicating some of I... that idea. So I'll be honest with you. I was I was hoping for that to happen. Okay, um, and I know it's going to sound like it's a three sixty, um, but you know the reality of the matter is, <laughs> um, I'm not really good at this. I love this play. I, I love this phone, man. I don't yeah. know how to say this. There is a. I don't know if it's because I built up so much expectations to it and it didn't fail. Like it met all of the expectations and then some. Mm-hmm. But it's – it's I, I, the only way I can describe it is – I okay, so I have my SIM card right now in a few phones. But I'll say this. Anytime and anytime I wanted to do anything with the phone, my, my hands go straight to the Pixel 6 Pro. My hands gravitate to it. I know – that when I want to use it to take, you know, a B-roll, when I want to take it, uh, use it to take a thumbnail, when I want to take it outside and go take pictures of my son, um, I'm yeah. actually preferring and going to that. I, I love that, um, that, that, that knowing every time you use it, you know exactly how it's going to be. And it's going to not only meet, but exceed your expectations. Um, I did a couple of like when I while I was testing gaming, I focused also on a lot of pictures and videos because I'm building up to my one week experience, like you were saying. So I went yeah. to a pumpkin patch. I went to a, a, a basically a flower garden, uh, the Scansel Gardens here in, uh, in Southern California. So seriously, oh, and then just to top it off, the audio, the Bluetooth audio codec support on the Pixel Six Pro shatters the S21 Ultra's expectations of where your the mediocre connection that you get there. To me, this has been. Music listening, um, content creation, content consumption, I just gravitate to it. So, yeah, no, uh, 5G is on it crazy good, like better. I'm getting access to the T-Mobile uh, UC you know, I, networks. I caught all that, too, because there was all of this grumbling, this like, well, it's got a slightly, it, it's got an older 5G modem. Yeah, like somebody Samsung. was commenting yeah, on this, like it's an older Samsung modem. Like, really? That's what you're going to pull? But yeah. I, you know, for, first of all, we don't get to play with the Samsung modem here in the United States. And now I'm feeling a little left out because for all of this, again, this like hand wringing and mm-hmm. Qualcomm has Can't done Qualcomm a modems, yeah. for, for 5G and for, for wireless uh, radio kit, my Pixel 6 Pro grossly outperforms my OnePlus 9. Yeah. It's, it's eking out like head-to-head or minor victories against my numbers from my Samsung and against my Vivo, where my Vivo for a BBK phone was surprisingly good, especially mm-hmm. using Wi-Fi 6. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Wi-Fi connection is also very strong. Very strong. I mean, like, how much bandwidth I've invested in to, to have, like, like 10 gigabit Ethernet connections Ethernet. and Wi-Fi 6 to talk to things wirelessly so that I can stream ridiculously high bitrate 4K movies to my TV. 
gross overkill, but like I like it. That's must read. Uh, no, um, Pixel you. Six is utilizing that um, significantly better than I thought it would, but also quite a bit faster than a number of the Qualcomm powered phones. That's very anecdotal. That's my home un- under my cell phone tower with my Wi-Fi router. Yeah, but. It, it, it's, you know, I only have the data point of me to share with all of that. It, it's been interesting to, to, for me to see what Google is trying to accomplish here isn't just an SOC and that's how they're going to compete and they're kind of cutting Qualcomm out. Mm-hmm. It does seem like there is a kind of holistic effort in all of the components, all of the management, the wireless radios. You were talking about Bluetooth. Mm-hmm. Let, let me just spoil it for everybody right now. My hugest gripe with Duo 2, mm-hmm. this Bluetooth performance is weak sauce. Oh. I can get about 10 feet from this phone with my edifiers, and I can clearly hear LDAC drop out. Like, it's gone. If I put this in my back pocket, mm-hmm. my earbuds body. <laughs> immediately cut out, because my, my derriere is a Faraday cage. Um, <laughs> Pixel 6 has been refreshingly stable for a much wider variety of use. And again, we're supposed to be really lit up and amped up that like the mm-hmm. big name in in radio management is Qualcomm and this is Google walking away from and I feel like they've covered their bases really well on it's, this phone. Absolutely. Absolutely. And and the the biggest thing that that drove for me was the fact that um, you know, worked with every single DAC that I plugged into it, um, worked with any pair of headphones or buds that I had. The Pixel Buds A worked perfectly. Uh, but when I plugged in the Liberty 3 Pros, uh, I got mm-hmm. LDAC at uh, 32, mm-hmm. uh, 96 kilohertz at 32. But it was just, I mean, I was getting literally the best performing audio. And I, I just gravitated back to it. This is literally the, the experience. Like, I don't want to play music out of any other device. I want to listen to my the, the best quality audio on it. I want to watch the content there. Um, I, I've been basically just... That's how I've been doing it. It's Sorry, Vazicos kind of got me with the thick Faraday. <laughs> if I, I, that's what we want to call my ass, uh, I, I'm I, good I was going to say hashtag Faraday cage, but yeah, no. Uh, Vazicos kind of goes uh, hashtag. <laughs> Is he thick. added the thick Faraday cage? You know, <laughs> Aditya, Aditya, you're you're uh, you're slipping, man. That's all I can say that right now. <laughs> Oscar, take yeah. Care. I Oscar really feel like slow now. This, this this was an easy setup for a good only Juan's joke and, and all, uh, only yep only Juan's coming back coming I, to you I, very I, soon. I guess, on a... I guess we're we're done with that. That's uh, that's fine. It's okay. I, I mean, I'm not gonna miss it or anything. It's cool, I guess. So um, um, we, we, we did another Team Pixel meetup today where our I good know. friend Trisha Hirschberger was hosting. I was excited. Trish got panels. a chance. Like, I didn't even know she was there till I did that quiz or they, they were doing a, uh, I a know. survey. So they set it up really weird. So there were a bunch of different, like, influencers and content creators and people that were each hosting different panels. And they gave, gave us this, like, personality quiz. And then that kind of pointed you to one of the rooms that you were supposed to be in. Um, so of course I answered all the techie questions like a techie nerd. I probably like, dumped me right in Trish's room. I was like, Oh, that oh, it's sense. my friend. <laughs> I was like, I'm totally with you. Um, I, I mean, I was surprised that I, I landed in the techie section, but, um, it was more about, cause I did the survey and I got the, the result before I found out that there was, uh, other rooms. I, I thought it was essentially like one event for, you know, uh, but long story short, it was, it was a fun event to hang out with friends and it was nicely, you know, 
teamed up with other like-minded people. And to see Trish hosted mm-hmm. was actually very fun. Um, uh, I guess, <laughs> you know, I kept like trying to raise my hand, trying to, you know, help out and do all of that stuff. But um, so I was fun. shooting B-roll like crazy because I'm trying to cut for a video for tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, I even like took down this camera so I could go shoot over there and get like a B camera. And I didn't even have a mic plugged in. So I'm just like, running over to my keyboard ha ha that was so funny trust me running right back over <laughs> push record. Over talk about double <laughs> double double teaming it there no dude it was it was it was definitely uh it was, rough. It, it was a nice little nice little show um and and trish uh you know rocked as usual um it, it, this is her bread and butter she live streams every week obviously this isn't she's no she's no stranger to that um uh, but you know seriously though uh very surprised very pleasantly surprised um with the pixel 6 pro and about my only regret I would say to this today is the fact that I think I need to get a, a bigger storage capacity one. Um, it's, yeah. it's, it's nothing's wrong with the phone. It's just no. um, 128 is kind of tight. And for the amount of content that I like to shoot, because I think one of the things I learned from the, from the, for the pixel thing that we did is again, we're techies. We see this as an extension, as a tool. This is what we, you know, we, it's a computer. So we, we really value all of the things you can do with it. Um, and I feel like since we don't have expandable storage uh, like the Sony's, um, yeah, you have to go for the higher one. And I feel like it, even at the what's it called the eight ninety nine, not the eight ninety, the nine ninety nine price tag, I think it's still yeah. a much better deal than some of the other options on the market. So yeah, yeah, I love it. And, and it definitely it, does it. drive home. I mean, you you just brought up Sony, and we'll definitely be talking about oh yes. Xperia. <laughs> um, in, in, yeah. during this this show too. So everyone yes. in chat have your questions ready because. We're we're still giddy silly pants over our excitement for the Sony, uh, but it, it's been interesting. Like going Duo Two because I just got base model it was the only thing I could get from Best Buy the day of the launch. So I've got base model uh, one twenty eight on the Duo Two, base model one twenty eight on the Pixel Six, and five hundred and twelve gigabytes of built in storage on the Xperia. It throws into immediate relief, like. Absolutely, and that's how, internal how on top of the SD of the terabyte. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Xperia well, can take you one and a half funny. terabyte. Yeah, my yeah. fastest card is only two fifty six. So it's <laughs> funny. It's like I'm I'm bumping up the storage. I am using the memory card slot, but know, not uh, not by not. as much as what's already in the phone. So um, when when it comes to Pixel Six, it, this is definitely crossed over for me. One twenty eight is is livable. Mm-hmm. But I genuinely am that guy where I've got a ton of productivity and content creation apps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've got a catalog of games. There are a bunch of games that I like to have up, Speaking of- like on the phone at a moment's notice. And then on top of that, everything I shoot on my daughter's 4K60 because I don't know. You know. There are some times where I like to cut up like a little family video. And if I do, I always finish it 4K30. But mm-hmm. sometimes I just like the extra clarity. And there are sometimes I like to stretch and do like a little slow-mo, a slow-mo. Like when she's, yeah, no. she's at soccer practice or something like that. So I just shoot. Ev- I mean, like, again, I just shoot everything at 4K60. And then I kind of figure out how I want to use it later. Mm-hmm. I am burning through storage now. Where and, 64 and I- used to be perfect for all my apps, we used to have more phones with memory cards. Yep. So I could put 128 or 256. And you, and you can move that content off the internal storage, which we exactly. can't do that anymore. 
Um, also, with the, because of the fact that now for, front-facing camera is 4K 30, I actually 4K 30 is the lowest resolution I shoot. This, which yeah. causes all of this to be the lowest um, quality I shoot is 4K 30. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, <laughs> so a little, little bit of a joke. I was talking to Juan earlier this week when he was sending me the clip uh, to put into my video for the for the Xperia. <laughs> I made the mistake of asking him, uh, "Is it going to be in 4K?" And then Juan's like, "Is there any other resolution that is- did you want 8K? What? Are you trying?" <laughs> to talk trash about my 4k camera i make mistakes <laughs> I, I mean it was took I'll, I'll be honest it was at the it was at middle of the day or maybe a little latter part of the day we are had already gone through two video posting i was already late i i, I posted the arabic video data and then of course i still have to do my day job this is not like an exclusive like all of that i still have to kind of still do the the, the regular work and uh, i made a mistake and i asked if it was in 4k of course of course it was in 4k and I had to make Next sure that time you video... do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna finish off the video in 8K just to mess with you. <laughs> just just be like, here you go. The, the clip that you it's... sent me was like one and a half gigs, and it was only two. <laughs> yeah, no. Okay, I'm, I'm... so but this is this is the thing, and I, and I know yeah. like in 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 all in uh, all frustration, I know we're 12... YouTube. David Burns wants a new 12K, by the way. 12K, all right. 12K, I guess is 12... 12K won't be the next. Wait a minute. So we're, we've gone from four to 8K. Yeah, would it go to so 16? So the next has to be go... like another power of two, right? Yeah. So it's got to be 16K. Mm-hmm. What? Because uh, if you're thinking Come you're thinking of 1440p, and then from 1440p to 2K, from 2K to 4K, from 4K to 8K, then it would go 16. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a multiple. Yeah, exactly. Citation given. Um, no, when, when you asked me for those clips, I was like, well, if you're going to edit this into another project, I don't want to mix it down so that it's already like... YouTube squashed. (laughs) So I gave you like what I felt was a reasonable balance of video fidelity, but at a slightly smaller supplemental size. (laughs) So I just kind of squished it down a little bit, but it was still going to be a really big file. So I always hate it when someone's like, yeah, I'll totally do a thing on your channel. And then they send like 720p footage that's like two megabit per second. You're like, I Uh, can't use that. No, I, 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 I will say this. I appreciate it. It fit perfectly into my timeline. Um, and um, minor color grading. Other than that, it was uh, just to kind of match the color tone of the rest of the video. But um, it, it was definitely appreciated. Like, I'll just say that. It was nice. And we're, we'll talk a little bit about the, the uh, you know, the, the Xperia, the big Xperia that's mm-hmm. in there. Uh, so you asked me the question, but we didn't kind of reverse it back to you. Oh, how, sure. How are you doing with the, the Pixel 6 Pro? Is it giving you that pixel 4xl vibe or are you kind of in because you have so many new toys it kind of you know so so that's 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 the frustration is like i'm bouncing back and forth um so i'm the camera nerd i kind of like the vivo camera a little better Ah. just the software (laughs) and the layout and everything but the pixel is still more I mean, like I liked for for the Pixel Six, I like to use words like effortless. Oh, it, I think that's big, a big part of what they're trying to do. Yeah, getting it around is. the phone, getting around the camera, and and I did a video on the Pixel Five A camera app, which is obviously very similar to what's in the, the six. Pixel Six. Mm-hmm. Um, the 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 reason why for the camera, and I'm speaking very specifically about the camera right here. Mm-hmm. And and just like I kind of felt this way back during the Pixel 4 XL into, um, like from the V50 to the V60, mm-hmm. I feel the same way about the Vivo where Google has made it so effortless to use as a point and shoot. It actually kind of gets in my way sometimes 
when I'm trying to just clean up the look of some of my footage. Mm-hmm. One of the things that really bugs is when I'm trying to get like low light shots or golden hour shots, mm-hmm. I like a certain look that doesn't lean too, too heavy into like the warm glow. I find like all of the auto processing modes on most phones can start to make golden hour almost look kind of urine yellow. Mm-hmm. So I like to back off the white balance just a touch, mm-hmm. just a little bit. You still get that nice warm glow. You're still getting all that color, that vibrance, that saturation. I don't like what phone processing does to it. If I do that on a pixel, the little slider bar for white balance is super handy, but it resets every single clip. Yeah. Whereas if I do that on a Vivo, I can say, stay here. You, you have just more, put it there. The camera app is a, a much more, it's, it was the one question I submitted to, to Google during the, during the last Pixel event that we had, not this one. Mm-hmm. Um, can we or will we have a pro mode? Like, I, I want more yeah. granular we're, we're never controls. Get one and, I, yeah, from, I don't think this is, this is the stick that they're, they're going for. Um, I, so I, I liked their answer. So, I mean, like, because mm-hmm. you asked that question, and I feel like we can kind of sort of uh, cliff notes, you yeah. know, sort of re- repeat what their answer was. And I liked their philosophy. And I think their philosophy works for the idea of a Google consumer. So basically, you know, TK asks, like, there are these things that we would like to do. And as content creators, you're talking to people who make videos about mm-hmm. your products. Yeah. Will there be a promo that we can maybe lock in some of this stuff? And their answer is, we don't want to, we don't want to add to the camera more. app yeah. or make the camera app more complicated to use. But we do like to know why people want pro modes and so if the answer is something like hey i want to get a long exposure and set it up on a tripod well now we've got a motion mode hey i'm really interested in trying to take pretty pictures of the stars there's some astrophotography stuff built in so they are trying to address individual use cases but for me and especially because of the way i've just been raised you know from shooting film back in Mm -hmm. high school there's times i want to go lock these settings and as soon as I focus on a pixel, I don't keep my settings. I've got to refigure them. And, and you know, that's For on every three sliders. Fi- and if I'm trying to work fast, I'm definitely yeah. not going to have footage that lines up from clip to clip to clip as easily as I can on other products. And so now we just got an update. There was just another tiny little minor update for Filmic. I mm-hmm. need to run the Pixel 6 a little harder to see if that helps. Mm-hmm. Because if I can move over to Filmic for some of this, it makes the Pixel 6 a much more viable um, pocket production camera. In the meantime, I've got that immediately out of the box. Speaking of which, on I forgot a Vivo. to download Filmic. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm serious. I mean, so, so Filmic has has improved support for all of these various Android film, cam- uh, Android film cameras, all these Android <laughs> smartphone cameras phenomenally. Um, but every now and then, like on the on the Pixel Six, like you would change some of the frame rates, and it would still kind of lock up. You mm-hmm. have to completely dump out of the app. You've got to get back into it. You got to restart it. If the other, if the Google Camera app's running in the background, that can cause instability. Whereas I pull a Vivo out of my pocket, and I've got the same main camera sensor, and I've got a ridiculously well featured manual video mode that I can I can get in there and, and accomplish everything that I need. So, Filmic all the way, and I don't think I can ever get this. Your autofocus uh, is, is just not jamming right it now. It is ju- no, like it does perfectly fine here. It gets, like, it gets this is the weird. Great. Yeah, yeah. It I, and I and I'm like I do anything else. Like, <laughs> is it going to catch me through? No, it's not. Nope. Uh, not going to happen. Okay, well, and so also, on that you, note, you've got to go into Filmic and lock 
the the orientation. That's one of the things that pisses me off about Filmic. You'll go and you'll adjust your settings and you'll turn the phone and when you turn it back, it'll reset all of your settings. I, I don't know who thought that was a good idea, but it's a real bad idea. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. for everything else, I've got that vibe where I want to pick up the Pixel 6 first. Um, it, the, the calling features are phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I, I've kind of fallen in love with voice replies in text messaging where, you know, you click on the little microphone and then you can just kind of speak out your reply. Every, every phone does that. But it's just that little prompt at the end where, where after you're done speaking, it'll then say clear or send. And then you just say send and off that message goes as a reply. It feels yep. very much like old LG tone headsets where you would click a button, speak your reply, it would read it back to you, and then you could just send it off. You would never have to, like, interact with the phone again once you mm-hmm. started the process of, of voice replies. There's so many little things like that that really have made the Pixel 6 a joy, although yeah. I'm probably going to have to play with, like, dual wielding until I've got a solution um, for some of the... Again, I'm speaking very specifically about my needs, but some mm-hmm. of those camera um, camera issues, camera situations, because otherwise the phone is baller. Um, yeah. it, it has been tough because I've been bouncing back and forth. There's so much I appreciate about the Xperia, and and we'll be talking about that. There's so much I love about the multitasking on the Duo, mm-hmm. and I'm still kind of in and out of the Vivo. So those four on my desk right now, it's just whiplash because I'm Cap- constantly like going back and forth. I was going to say Captain Four Phones at this point, like you know, three phones and a. And a, and I, a I believe and a I have been promoted to like to lieutenant to uh, general colonel, colonel colonel Four Phones Colonel 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 Four no, Phones No Captain, I don't have two bars. I've got no. four phones. I see how you're doing it. Okay, I'll say okay, Colonel. We got it. We got it. Um, I will say this um, just to answer Greg's question. Uh, unfortunately, no, still no HDMI out on the Pixel line of devices. Nope. Um, not, it is not, not a compute device in the way that yeah Samsung and LG tried to turn their phones. That Microsoft feels so much like a baby Surface now, like a Surface tablet. I, so the. the it's rocking yeah. my socks. It doesn't feel like a phone. It really doesn't. If you want the bestest phone, it's an easy, like, walk away from the Duo 2. Like, I don't have any problems telling you that. But if you would like to turn an iPad mini into your primary mobile phone device. calling companion, this thing is going to rock your socks so hard. I, I, so I, it's I'll be so honest. good. I got a chance to check it out today at the, at the Best Buy just because I was going in there trying to hunt for a Pixel 6 Pro 256. Um, and I don't trust the online store, uh, you know, stock <laughs> you availability. Nerd, I love it. No, I, I seriously, like, I, I really... So I, I was no, telling you... This is what you got to gotta do to live it, though. I, I totally well, no, yeah, That's it, what it yeah. is. I, I so want to get out of the, San, the S21 Ultra. I don't want to use that anymore. I'm done. I found everything. It answered all the questions that I need for it. Um for, from what I needed the S21 Ultra to do, and it is just so much better. The storage is by far the only thing, because I've imported my yeah. accounts, I've imported most of my apps, but I, I cannot run with the consistent feel of the, I have to unload images, I have to take those off every time, because I am yeah. going to hit it again, and it's just, it's a matter of time. Um, and I don't want to f- play the cloud game. I mean, even no, with my no, OneDrive uh, storage and everything else. I mean, I upload directly to my NAS, and I still mm-hmm. don't want to have to mess with that. 
yeah, especially yeah. because it always seems to happen like when I'm wanting to get a moment that's happening right now mm-hmm. is when I'm getting real close to running out of my storage and I don't want to sit there panicked like, oh, I've got to clear things out now. Uh, no, no. And, and that's it's I know exactly I'm going to clear out something that I don't want to clear out. Absolutely. And with, with the S21 Ultra, actually, um, I'm down to about maybe 20 gigs on the 256. I, 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 I take a lot of photos. I take a lot of pictures, yeah. but I typically also don't delete. Like when I'm, when I'm shooting um, for, for videos and so on, a lot of that B-roll clips that you see, those are the things that sit on the, on the device. I don't delete them when I copy them over because yeah. I always worry that if I lose, something gets corrupted on the drive, I don't have my second, you know, the backup of the data. So the same thing with the camera. When I'm shooting the camera, I'm always dual SD carding it in case something happens because I've been bit by that where I've gone and I started working on something and it's like it crashes and I just mm-hmm. lose data. So um, when we get, when we start talking about the Sony, I'll, that's where I want to kind of change the a little bit of conversation because so I don't have access to a phone that has similar experiences to the Vivo for you, for me at least. Right now it's Sony and 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 Pixel and for me. Sony just took it to the next level, like seriously took it to the next level. That, the, you know, you, the Vivo, Vivo or like Viva la Vivo kind of a thing. I feel like we're going to start saying, you kept the stickers on. I took them off. I'm like, no, baby, I'm going to share the baby. So I, I kept the stickers on during the embargo because yeah. you didn't we, want we, somebody. I mean, to... getting pre, pre-release access, these are not retail. Oh, no, no. All. Uh, prototype at best (laughs) prototypes and Uh, so i really did feel like this one was critical we've got mules you know just like you would be driving around in like a test or a prototype car i don't want anything to potentially mess this up because (laughs) we're like one of 15 people in the world dude it would have been a picture your your picture with the phone would have been plastered everywhere some audio guy some gadget guy i was dumb enough to put my tick watch box up on the shelf behind I me. That one. Oh, I was man. so Wait, like during, I was during like the podcast room. on Monday when you walked off frame <laughs> and your camera started going crazy. I was sitting here thinking, please, please don't it's have right the there. phone sitting at the yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, you know like, hashtag uh, some some accidental uh, box in the background. Um, no, no, so, seriously. So real uh, quick, be, before, yeah. we cover, be, before we before cover, before we cover, we, we did talk about Duo just a little bit, but a detail yeah, yeah, question. Yeah. Uh, the Duo 1 was more of a companion device to a regular phone. Do you think the Duo 2 has a higher chance of being the daily driver, the sole daily driver for folks? Um, my recommendation for Duo 2 is still very narrow band, but it's mm-hmm. even more positive for those folks who might want to try this idea of a mini folding tablet as their mm-hmm. compute communication device. Okay. Um, I, I literally, I'm going to say this in the video I put out tomorrow on, on the, uh, the duo two, there is someone out there who rocks an iPad and they FaceTime from it and they hook up good audio, like good Bluetooth headphones to it. And they regularly, either use apps that have panels or they'll set up app pairs so they can Mm -hmm. launch two apps side by side. And that if it weren't for the size, that would be the device they reach for as their mobile communications companion. Mm -hmm. Someone who lives at that speed, that is a very narrow band of consumers. That is not a broad demographic. That is not average consumers who choke on their tongue while they try to breathe through their nose. 
this is this is a very specific idea of a mobile compute uh, device. Someone who kind of digs that idea or has ever played with tablets or has ever wanted to go mixed mode, multi-mode, desktop mm -hmm. mode, modular, they are going to dig Duo 2 so hard. Because it is, it is, I think, one of the, the most beautiful executions of that idea as it pertains to multitasking. It genuinely is constructed in a way that encourages you to immediately put apps side by side. Yeah, it oh, does not try to open apps in one window and then force you to split screen. It is do more right from the get-go. The hardware is built all around that idea. Two, two full experiences running side by side. For that it. individual, I think with the exception of exactly one hardware form factor, which is wrapping the display all the way to the back where you mm -hmm. can't, you really shouldn't put this in your pocket like this. I feel like this is a brilliant execution of that idea, wonderfully refined over the Duo 1. Mm -hmm. The person who's in for that ride is going to absolutely love just taking this and going. It is now a better phone. It is now a more powerful phone. It's one mm -hmm. of the most powerful devices of the year. Mm -hmm. And it's got excellent productivity features like, uh, like stylus support. Like, I'm just kind of messing with it right now. Hold on. Um, I don't know if I'll be able to get that on camera very well but you know just i, yeah, I took a photo of the excelsior and i'm doing mm -hmm. a little scribble sketch of that excelsior toy model and and i did this all on the duo with the slim pen too and you know it's immediate and it's easy and you can reference and you can pull and and like this is exactly the kind of thing i love about dual display and how that's a little bit different than a single folding screen yeah no no duo it, it, two makes a better argument as a phone. Mm -hmm. It is still not the best phone of the year, but it is easily one of the best tablets of the year. And it's a reasonable phone on top of that. If that I, I, I'm, I'm glad that if, I'm glad that Microsoft decided to do go back and, and actually do a second, a second version of it and update the internals and bring us a little bit better, a better experience than what we saw before. Uh, what I wanted to double check with you is, when we first got access to the first Duo, software was an issue. Software was a big concern. Yeah. Duo 2, out of the box, after the, obviously the massive update that forces you to install it before you can even use it. Yeah. Uh, which I like the fact, by the way, I, I don't mind that. I, might, I don't mind it because I think at least it saves you from having problems or dealing with anything that could have yeah, been fixed the, with so the I love I love like embargo reviews because you literally cannot use the Duo in that state. Yeah. As it's, soon it's, as you try to set it up. It shuts you down. It says, oh, by the way, there's a software update. So sit down. This is going to take a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does. they got to run two updates well, now. Most Android it's devices hilarious. do the same thing, but no, almost no, none of them ever have an update to show because it's checking the updates. But it, most of them right. are like um, like Samsung devices, LG devices, whatever. And they don't actually check the uh, software updates through Google services. It's done separately. So short answer, it's a very nice process. How was the experience with the software uh, compared to Duo One? Um, I would say growing paint version of the software at day one. Oh, so I mean, like th there are definitely some areas of polish that I still think Microsoft needs to address. There are still mm -hmm. some things that I think the Duo is too clever for its own good. Mm -hmm. It yeah. really bothers me that there's no manual single screen mode. So, so if you want to go single screen, you open the Duo all, all the, way. the way until one screen turns off. Okay, so the same like the first the, one. 
when you use the camera, you you hold the duo out and the camera turns on and then when you take pictures the bottom display shows you a um an image that you just your captured. gallery yeah the, the the reel basically the camera well, reel what i would want to do is use this entire bottom panel as a mm -hmm. handle but i kind of can't because i'm touching things on the display okay and i'm interacting with things on that second screen and when i'm shooting video and i'm focusing on what i'm trying to compose I don't need another display showing me things underneath. So if I try to open the duo out to turn off the screen, it immediately flips me to the selfie camera and I can't switch back. Okay. Yeah, that that is a little so bit. So I can't uh, go yeah, single they're, they're... screen and just use it like this. Because like even like this, this would be silly and awkward, but I could use mm. this as like a handle, tuck mm -hmm. my elbows right up on my ribs, just like I always recommend. Or even just and as I a, would to have... prop it up to, to record you. Like you can actually use this. But as I, would, I would have a more stable base to work from. Microsoft won't give me an option where I can turn off one screen and leave the primary camera side screen mm -hmm. activated. And that to me, it's like, that's a little bit of engineering arrogance. You think you know better than me. I have immediately addressed a yeah. usage scenario that your software does not do well. And I'm almost positive Microsoft will never give me the exact, uh, the exact uh, setting that I just described. Yeah, and it, this is something that you couldn't, you wouldn't have faced with the first duo because it didn't have any back-facing cameras. Yeah, it was, there was, there was only the, yeah, the it was one, only one camera. You were only camera. in that front-facing. <laughs> no, no, I, I'm with you. I and I, um, I, I think that's definitely uh, something that they should focus on as far as fixing because totally use case. Obviously, anytime like when we were using the V60, when I first started using the V60 with the dual case uh, during our, our little uh, pre-briefing yeah. meeting with the PR, that was the first thing I did. I propped it open like this. I put the phone on the side, used the second display with the weight of the second display as the anchor, and then propped up mm -hmm. the 4K60 to use the main sensors. So, um, so uh, you can do yeah. that on Duo, but both screens are on. So if you yeah. open it up clamshell, so so here it is, you open it up and you can go flex and you can go front camera or back camera, but both but you still have, stay yeah. on. Yeah. So what I want to do is get to this angle and then turn off this bottom display use, so that use it like a gimbal, kind of like the bottom being the handle and the camera exactly. being at the top. Because you have yeah, you have up I think we have OIS on the on two of the sensors, right? The the um, yes, ultra wide the, and the the, the main and the, the ultra main, the main sensor and the telephoto. Oh and the tele. Okay. Yeah, ultra so, the ultra wide is not. I mean, I, I don't believe there's uh, any OIS. On no, no, I, I know there was. I remember I was uh, when I was reading this. Uh, I remember there was two sensors. I know the main, but I don't know why I thought it was the ultra wide. But it makes sense. The the telephoto would need more stabilization, especially when you're zooming in. Um, speaking of telephoto, mm -hmm. the. Yeah. That little demo that you showed on Monday, it, it, uh, the one with the Pixel 6 Pro, when you jump from the the two digital crop to the 4X uh, camera um, mm -hmm. on the Pixel 6 Pro, that was uh, like try doing that in video. That'll look. That was a, that was a little it bit. I feel like they do, it. It does a jank because it's not even yeah. angled in the same. Uh, it's not at the same. Uh, it's not pointing in the same no. direction. So like when you jump from two to four, um, the focus changes, and you're like, wait, yeah, I got a total adjust. pop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, there's, there, I don't know that there's any way to animate that cleanly. I think it's always going to be jank. Yeah, so it's almost yeah. like you you should know that you're going to be editing <laughs> that video later, and you're going to be moving there and doing a, a transition. A fade, Which also a it kind of makes sense. So I, I, I'm not trying to speak ill of people who who put in a lot of work, they put in a lot of effort, but I really feel 
side-by-side -side camera comparisons do mm -hmm. a terrible job of showing what both cameras can do. So, like, say you're trying to do two two cameras side-by-side, mm -hmm. -side, the differences in, in um, focal, equivalent focal length and angles, you're always going to be composing for one and yeah, then just and pushing adjusting. the shutter on the other. And yeah. you're not really matching. I mean, have you ever seen, like, those camera comparisons and, like, one, one phone is like, hey, I'm talking to the people like this, and then the other phone is like, I'm talking directly to the camera... That is an obvious bias for one phone to get that footage looking better than yeah. the other phone. And it's funny because on, on the Pixel 6, when you pop from the main camera to the telephoto, that's almost the distance that you would have from two it, phones sitting it's side a, by it's side. A, it's a substantial enough distance that uh, the, the way camera it me, cannot account for it. Um, it, it's even worse when you're at further when you're shooting things that are a further distance from you. Like not that you're trying to yeah. uh, uh, jump into. Let's say you're trying to take a picture of the bee or something like that. When I was at the gardens, there was like a lot of little flowers. Obviously, so sure. there's going to be bees around. Um, but like in video, I was shooting and I was trying to basically do you know you know one one x two x four x and then from two to four, it would be more of like where the camera was there and then four kind of boot like what I'm like okay bring it back up like readjust. Um, yeah, but I mean, I, if you but think you about it, from from two uh, two times crop to four times four, zoom, it is a shift. That is a, is a substantial difference for these. And they're sensors. and they're both massive sensors. It's not like they're you're talking about the twelve megapixel. You're jumping between you know from a fifty to a forty eight, and um, the fifty was already at two times uh, digital crop. So he's the overall experience for me. Like I said, just yeah, it it throws you off the first time. If you're shooting in, uh, with the with the telephoto, I would probably say shoot the shoot the whole clip with it. Don't jump between them till they hopefully fix it. But um, it, it's definitely flexible, and I like the fact that we have that in there. The 4X yeah. actually came pretty handy with Omar and when we're, when he's swimming and doing different competitions. Yeah. And, I'm able and to get that little thing, closeness. Yeah, and, and especially what you're saying right there, because I I feel like we are taking a step back to the Pixel 4 XL. The ultra-wide is fine. Mm -hmm. It is. It's a fine ultra wide camera. It gets the job done. It feels like more attention has been paid to the telephoto being oh, yeah. a pixel binning sensor. It's a. I believe it's a half inch sensor. I don't think it's one of the the larger like one over one point sevens. No, I, I don't. But, yeah. <clears throat> but it's it's a more capable piece of hardware. So I've done some of my late night test shots. Mm -hmm. The telephoto is brightened almost to the to, to the degree of it looking like matching the footage from the main sensor oh wow so whatever hdr tricks they're doing for processing because we know google's really good at that like image stacking and stuff it's not bringing, it's not bringing the good. sun when the sun wasn't even but, there but yeah but it can get pretty close to that gn1 mm -hmm. and then you flip to the ultra wide and oh man, it's not the same. <laughs> well, no, no. I mean, it's it, it, way it, less good. It, it, it's a it's a twelve megapixel <laughs> sensor, and I feel like so Google always always said with pixels at least that they felt like the telephoto was the more important lens than it is. And I remember right, the whole but, but I mean, conversation. Like, so we look at like the Pixel Five A. Mm -hmm. You know, they don't have a telephoto on that. We look at the Pixel Six. They don't have a fancy telephoto on that. And I think that's kind of interesting where they've they've put some of their costs. I mm -hmm. can't say that makes up a $300 difference between a Pixel 6 and a Pixel 6, 6 Pro, 6 
but it is very clear that this is not like a OnePlus. Yeah. Because on a OnePlus 9 Pro, there is a telephoto sensor. It's a, but it yeah. is a very inexpensive telephoto sensor on the Vivo. Focus. Yeah. Even with a, a, a periscoping telephoto, the actual sensor is a really inexpensive sensor. And Google did not go cheap on their telephoto. So yeah. I feel like they kind of saved some cash on their ultra wide. And I think that helps the Pixel 6 price tag stay a little bit more reasonable i i I still think the six is the best uh, the better of the two when it comes to bang for the buck i mean realistically oh for sure uh, don't get me wrong the 899 starting price point for the pro is great it's like a reminiscent of where uh oneplus used to be i mean i was surprised i was truly surprised Mm -hmm. that they hit 599 and 899 as their starting point i mean they went they went below Pixel, sorry, they went below OnePlus, they went below Samsung, they went below like every other company that could have they been. Undercut if LG was in the market, then they would have been maybe barely kind of uh, you know throwing throwing hands with uh, with LG there. But um, the six for me would be the one I recommend to uh, anybody looking and getting into a Pixel sure. device, especially with Tensor and Titan M2. Um, yeah. And you have we have I, some really I need decent to hear from someone well. that they actually will be bothered by telephoto performance, and they don't want just cropping. And again, that's a very specific. The, the, the two time kind of, uh, kind digital of crop is actually very good, though. I mean, keep in mind it's really yeah. good. Uh, the, it's it's the, so the, good out to like eight times. What is it? The mm-hmm. Pixel Six lets you do eight times zoom or ten times zoom. Now? I want to say ten. I, want, uh, I, the, I don't know. You know we actually, didn't. We weren't fancy enough YouTubers to get both phones. No, um, we're, we're, but we're but not, still, we're not <laughs> I, I I would need to hear from someone like oh, yeah, they yeah, care the more yeah. about getting a little extra reach, and then we can start talking about some of these other periscoping um, dedicated telephoto sensors. Shoot them. But anyway, kind of I, speaking of yeah. different sensors and cameras and stuff, I do. I, oh. I want to move over to the Xperia, especially now because Aditya Anil, I believe, has an Xperia Five. And so now Ooh, he's Team Sony. Congratulations, man. Hey, welcome to the club. DT, you've got the 5 Mark II, I believe. Someone, please Someone's correct me in the chat. Um, As it goes. Uh, oh, John Brophy is saying Pixel 6 does 8 times zoom because that's like the Pixel 4. Pixel okay. 4 would only let you do, it wouldn't let you do a full 10 times zoom because it was all about preserving image fidelity. Yeah, so, so it uh, it does basically eight times, which I mean, it's still off so that I GN one. That's going to be a very good eight times. Two zoom. is going to be almost no, you almost unnoticeable. You probably won't even notice the difference Out between the four. Being. Up and to this four, pixel yeah, is you're only starting to see it, it, some of that in good lighting. Color in good lighting, you wouldn't even notice it. Um, but I'm glad that they kept the GN one for the six and the six Pro. Uh, the Ultrawide, like you said, it's it's definitely a nice one. I. I typically don't shoot ultra wide unless I'm in a tight spot. Most of the time, it's more reaching. Uh, but I yeah. like the flexibility between the two because when you jump into the ultra wide, you can also do some of those close up shots, which is a little bit different yeah. than what you want to do with the other. So it's the flexibility of the tri- the, the triple cameras. Uh, I'm glad to see that you know Pixel now carries all three. It's not just one. You know, like it's not just mm-hmm. two sensors. Um, to kind of round it up, I'm, I'm with you. I'm in the same boat. I am going to be wrapping up and trying to put together, uh, like basically a week, uh, you know, a week in review, not a review, a, a week in the life kind of a thing. Yeah. Um, uh, with the Pixel Six Pro, I, it, I'm very happy. I'm very, very stoked with all of the things that they've done. I, 
the the benchmarks have not been much for me. Uh, I so one thing I wanted to let you know. I know on Monday you mentioned Dead Cells wasn't working for you. Was that what, did you say Dead Cells it, wasn't? Or? So there was a minor update, which was just a language pack. Uh-huh. But whatever it did to update, it's working now. Okay, because what I when so I was I can play when I was Dead doing Cells my, now. Yeah. So on mine when I was so okay. One for me Dead Cells. Played perfectly at 120, um, and I was recording on my car. Yeah, no, no, I, like I wanted to tell you in the comments, but I must have either got the update or something because I all of my stuff was like I added Dead Cells um, at the end. I was focusing more on Call of Duty, PUBG, racing, Need for Speed, and all of those. And then I was trying to also kind of think about like, okay, well, not everybody plays these type of games. Well, what about yeah. like you know Dragon Ball, um, and what about you know Dead Cells? And Dead Cells is one of my favorites as well. So I downloaded it again. It comes with the Google Pass, uh, the Game Pass now so i don't yeah. even have to buy the game um so it, it was really easy jump back in started and do the touch controls everything works great so anyways uh yeah we'll, i'm, we'll I'm be putting finally back on the dead cells but dead cells was crashing when i made the video and now oh, I thumper can't for me like yeah yeah, yeah. thumper with me for like a crash cut like not even a it won't even start like it, it you know barely game, boots up I, I mean we keep saying we're gonna switch over to the sony um you know, know what game actually really surprised me on tensor was undead horde so oh, I didn't Undead get Horde yet, yeah. makes uh, the S21 and the Xiaomi Mi 11 just choke. While you're saying that, like, I'm going to download the, it again. The, yeah. the, uh, the, um, those phones let the GPUs get so hot that it just ganks um, the frame rate once you start getting more minion on screen. And Tensor doesn't lead. Um, like, it, it, it doesn't outperform uh say like a one plus nine mm-hmm. but it maintains a phenomenally high frame rate like it's it's low 50s even when you've got tons and tons and tons of units on screen mm-hmm. and it doesn't run as hot That's so nice. yeah. after like 20 minutes of playing on dead horde uh, a one plus nine is still cranking it's still doing great but yeah, I think it, it is it, starting it, to get a little uncomfortable to hold mm-hmm. um the the pixel six I'm losing maybe 10% of the frame rate, but, but you're still it's not cool. running nearly as hot to get there. So again, I, I really feel like what Google has given us is a starter platform. I'm hoping we'll see the optimization and the improvements that we saw on the Pixel 5 because mm-hmm. they found a ton more horsepower on the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 4 over a year of updates. Like those phones got noticeably Better. faster over over their first year and the pixel 4 even over its second year of life mm. and i'm hoping that that's what we're going to see with pixel 6 that what they've got out now with tensor is great but this is just the brute force of tensor and there's still additional optimization to come because that could like, be really exciting as like and i think that's what you said at the beginning the the, the understanding or the appreciation of what tensor is <laughs> able to do Sorry. is not i just helped by... david but the geek bench score <laughs> I, I I I was trying to lead into it. Uh, <laughs> you nerd! I love they, it. They, I, no, I love it. I love it. And then he jumps back in. Tensor's like a fine wine; it just gets better with age. You know, All right, uh, Tens- Tensor's is. great. You know, we got to talk let's, about the Sony. Okay, let's, we've let's, been going. Let's we've do been a going shift. for fifty minutes here. Uh, fifty minutes we've of uh, Sony of love. Um, so 
the big surprise, obviously, Monday night, which was apparently leaked earlier in the day. Um, and, um, yeah, and Matt Tyler and I were talking the, the, the whole time, and he's like, it's the pro, it's the pro. And I'm like, I can't confirm, I can't confirm, I can't confirm, I can't say it is. Um, I, I, I love the fact that we got that whole tablet uh, rumor kind of going on. I like, I was hoping Sony would listen. They're like, wait, we're making you, a tablet? Did you see? There was, um, there was some crazy Asian tech blog that showed up in my Google News feed. Mm-hmm. And they were talking up, hey, one of the big hot rumors is a Sony tablet. And I I, I, like, I was like, did we start? I wonder something? if someone was watching us. I would, that would be funny show. if we started a rumor. Like we can have our own rumor mill. We could just start up stuff. Uh, that would be funny. That would be funny. They watched us like. No tech- one else had been <laughs> talking of Sony tablet. It was us <laughs> just like nerding out on that idea. I know John. John is jumping in. Hooray for Sony! <laughs> Sony yeah, time. Sony time, definitely. Uh, Greg. Uh, oh, sorry, I missed it. Here you go, John. Thank you, man. Um, so, the devices that again, and as as one was mentioning, the devices that we have are definitely early prototypes. They're not final retail. These are mules. Um, the software experiences are um, are also not all there too. I think not everything is the way it's supposed to be. Um, I put out a couple of videos on it, but Monday night was the big push for uh, yeah. getting sharing with the world how this device uh, that well, actually the fact that it exists, let's just say that um, it's a uh, the device itself. It's technically not supposed to be a replacement for an existing device. It's not a no. it's not supposed to replace the pro the way I understood it. It's a, a wedge between the Xperia one Mark three and then the Xperia pro where I don't even this... I wouldn't even call it a wedge. I, I really feel like. What I what I hope Sony will do is keep the old Pro as oh, a the, Pro B, because that oh, phone yeah. is built around a completely different idea of broadcast. It is yeah, absolutely. There's and a this very is all specific about use case and imaging. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is about also. So the reason why I mentioned the the wedge conversation, this is how they described it to me when I was going through my stuff. I asked mm-hmm. them. I said, "What is the what What is this supposed to be? Is this?" the sequel to the Pro, or is it a sequel to the Xperia 1 Mark III? Um, mm-hmm. And the way they explained it to me is that it's it's not a sequel. It's it's leveraging some of the main benefits of both, but mm-hmm. the purpose of it is to be um, a, a very pro content creation, but not necessarily a broadcaster. So the pro yeah. focus in here is on the content creation. Um, I did not get a chance to see. So I, I was watching the live event, of course, as I was editing my video. I'm like watching the content. I'm like, I'm finishing the video. Keep talking. Keep talking. Um, they showed the, the the display, that little tiny two-inch display, that the, the accessory that they're going to sell. Mm-hmm. And, dude, I have never been more excited about an accessory to a phone as, as much as I've been excited about this because I have yeah. the grip. So I activated my uh, my ZV-1 grip with the uh, the Sony and I have to say, it's it's nice to see a phone function. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so they sent you one. Okay, I'm glad. Uh, or mm-hmm. this is yours, or no? They, oh, they, they sent me one as a, yeah. as a demo with the. Uh, so they asked sure. me during during my thing, and I was like, I already have my own. I have a ZV, a ZV uh, the E10 here, so I don't really need one. I don't need your your grip. Thank you. <laughs> no, I, I, I told one. them. I said. Thanks. Send the grip to somebody else that may need it. But do you have any of those displays? And of course, at the take, time, take they're pity like, on Juan. I'm pretty sure he's on that Panasonic train. Ah. Uh, well, you know, we got to talk about the Panasonic train, man. You know how many times? I mean, I think if I think if if Sony can give you clues, like enough nudge, nudge, 
dude wink, i'm sorry wink. wrong wrong side wink wink elbow elbow elbow, elbow. kind of push you in one direction at one point like every time they've sent you from remember the uh the a7 3 the a7 r uh no the a7 s3 is the one they sent you with the pro um every mm -hmm. other time they've sent you like they they're really giving you hints um yeah i, 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 I was happy about that. that the the multitasking functionality when it comes to producing content headphone jack mm -hmm. charging cable uh, the display is supposed to provide us an extra input for audio which still leaves our headphone jack usable yeah. so that was things that we couldn't demo so they're really oh my god like every time like when i saw this and, and i'll be honest with everybody guys seriously i i went full-on fangirl fanboy whatever you want to call it excitement level when i saw this yeah because TK, tk went in deep i it it was like i they came out of left field i was expecting a very different conversation and they were like but they set up the phone call too and you're like oh well yeah i mean you sure you're gonna announce finally north american availability for xperia 5 mark 3 that's what and i started my this, conversation. like teaser email back from from our sony pr up going no no, it's, it's not. not gonna be that. I think you really want to check out this pre-brief that we're gonna do. And I go, like, yeah. okay, well, I, I suppose you have piqued my curiosity. Uh, that's true. Mm -hmm. No, uh, it was. I, I was very excited. Uh, it, like I said, so long story short, when I got my hands on it, um, I was very happy with the additional, the functional extra button key that they added in there. We have the same tactile uh, functional, uh, you know, half press, full press uh, camera experience. It's really built around a camera. The, the shutter button's even better. Oh, I, absolutely. It, it, it always kind of bugged me. Like, I remember when, I think it was Mark II came out. It's, there it's were a bunch like of you YouTubers. Like, yeah. All the I mean, extra it's just buttons. so clean and especially keeping everything on one side. But we had a bunch of YouTubers saying like, oh, well, this button's really mushy. And you're missing the point. Um, you don't want a hard, clicky shutter button on a little mobile phone that's very easy to, to kind run, of to shake your shot out. A hard um, shot. It, yeah, exactly. It moves your finger. It moves the especially, phone. Like, when I'm on a Pixel and I'm trying to get that rear camera selfie because I never take photos of myself with the garbage front camera, uh, <laughs> uh, hitting the volume rocker, I've got to be very careful how I kind of ease into that trigger action so that I'm not jostling the phone. It's a little bit more precious on a Sony because Sony doesn't do a lot of the post-processing image manipulation, sharpening contrast. Mm -hmm. It will let you... I almost like just dropped a hard F-bomb there. It will let you screw up your photo if, if you try to. Yep. It, it, there is no safety net. It is not going to try and hold your hand it's not even in auto mode it is very conservative in how it's going to process your image data and and even so even for making the shutter button larger they've actually made the action softer mm -hmm. and so there is no a, a much less of a definite click I, I mean i just turned on the camera because i was trying to find where that action was where the actual yeah. button it was um it is so much softer when I'm taking, so I've done some of these, those like the, the walking samples mm -hmm. and I start, you know, and kind of just pull it in and I start it by holding it and hitting it with my pinky so that I can frame where I know I need to, to put the camera lens. And it is, it is so soft. I mean, I want you to try, I mean, try this at home right now, pick up your phone and turn on the camera and try and, and pinky finger activate the shutter. 
and it's not easy. I mean, you're gonna like it's gonna be hard to hold. It's gonna be hard to to kind of I frame that the, shot. The focus points, and, yeah. And on a Sony, it is so easy. So I mean, you can do the 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 rear camera from like a finger, from like a you know from from your pointer finger, but it doesn't give mm-hmm. you a lot of phone to hold on to. Versus moving the whole thing into your grip, going pinky finger, and the shutter button is so soft. Absolutely, yeah. You and can I mean, see it like, right there. Yeah, right Very there. Mm-hmm. You didn't even click it. <laughs> I mean, like, it just found my eyeball, and and that's another thing too. Is like, I love all the people. Like, oh, who has time to edit all of the manual modes to take a photo? I just need a good G U D picture P I T C H E R. I can't mess with. So, what did you shoot all your B roll on? Oh, like a Sony A7S III. Okay, but you're yeah, real confuzzled about how this works in full auto. I, it is um, good. Good story, bro. That's that's great. No, no, I. It's it's a very. It's very interesting how you, how people go into a conversation with a preconceived notion and and they build the conversation around it. But the, yeah. the the reality is we now have a third camera app also. That was another thing that Sony mm-hmm. added in there. Um, the camera that we have basically, there's the basic mode in in Camera Pro, which kind of functions as your default camera app. It automatically you launches. You never want to use basic mode. And it, it's... I. Yeah, uh, I, not, not on a I, phone I, like that. you're going to spend eighteen hundred dollars on a phone. I'm going to say it now: you don't ever want to use basic. So here's here's okay. Here, there would be one. Okay, don't even I have try and defend him. It's, I'm not trying. It's indefensible. Anyone I, I want who does that is objectively option. living their life wrong. No, no, don't get me wrong. I'm going to do CNN style talking heads. We're just going to keep yelling at each other. I think you think I'm going. It's wrong. I'm going. It's bad. I'm going in a different direction. <laughs> Hold your horses, buddy. Hold your horses. What I'm trying to say is I want them to give me the option to, when I launch the camera, to have it jump straight into manual. It keeps defaulting me to basic. Every no, time no. I launch no, 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 it. No, 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 no. Go, go into the app settings, and there is a setting to remember last last setting used. Okay, so but you do that in the basic mode, don't you? Isn't that in the setting in the basic mode? No, 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 no. It, it's in it's in it photog- yeah. photography uh, pro. No, no, I know. So like here, I'm, the... I'm I'm in auto mode, and uh, I'm going to switch to oh program so yeah mode. always be, yeah no here it is last use mode. Right, you're right, you're right. I and so I, I was let, let me so... let me kill the camera app, and now I'm going to launch the camera again, and it's going to take me right into program mode. No, no, I, I'm with you. I, I remember the setting, but I couldn't figure out where it was. I just, that was my I'm only thing. Saying, As I was TK, shooting everything, I didn't play, you know. Basic mode is always doing it wrong. Oh, it's totally basic. <laughs> the basic is No one basic. should ever use basic mode on an $1,800 phone. I, I, I think what they Anyone tried to do. Anyone who does that should feel bad about themselves, and I need them to know that. Smash that like button right now. Smash it as, uh, <laughs> as soft as you're able to smash that f- focus button that we have. Oh, smash that like button. Oh, mic button. Uh, no, I mean, so the 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 main thing about it when I was, so I went to the Descanso Garden, full disclosure, I was I went there with both phones. So if you mm-hmm. watch both my videos in the morning and the evening, you're like, there's a lot of the same pictures, DK. What, uh, it was because that's how I, I was literally rocking two phones for yeah. that week and I, I that was where I wanted to kind of shoot all of that. Um the 
the natural bokeh effect that comes in from the sensor, the, the main sensor for me, it's has good. it looks really nice, that natural drop. Like I was doing a run and walk and talk kind of thing, similar to what you were talking about. And I had some people behind me and they were all like blurred out, like very comfortably. And, and you could see the quality. It's actually lens. It's not software rendered. So this is yeah. the big difference when you're using um, where Sony leverages their focus on hardware first before post-processing. You know, what, so there's what not I, a lot like... of lifting. So we've we've been bouncing back and forth between Pixel Six and Vivo X seventy and Xperia. And... I, I, I like this one. Swan Diego is a full one inch <laughs> sensor. One inch sensor size right now. In that I am roughly two thirds the size of my claimed uh, uh, size. Is that what we're saying? Um, that's sorry, that's a terrible joke. You'd have to watch like one of the worst performing videos on my channel right now. Um, the uh, the, the, the thing I actually really like about the Xperia 1, if we're breaking down the math, because it's another thing, it's kind of the elephant in the room, I kind of wish Sony weren't leaning so hard on one-inch sensor in their marketing because this is, they do have the sensor in the phone, but they're effectively Wait. only using a 4 by 3 aspect ratio center crop mm -hmm. of that sensor. They're not using the full one-inch. And if we do the math... On the uh, the pixel size, the the resolution, the aspect ratio, we arrive at a size that's pretty similar to GN1 um, in the Vivo and in the Pixel 6. But when you're talking about things like depth of field, technically the Sony does work at a slight disadvantage at its most wide open because it's mm -hmm. shooting f2. And we also know like a Vivo can shoot f1.6. F4 Which point, is yeah, and I've, and I've seen F4 a points. stupid shallow um, aperture for this size sensor um, because you can't control it. So even though the, the Sony shooting F2, as long as you've got some distance between your subject and the background, you still end up with a beautiful bokeh. Yeah. I feel the Sony actually does a better job for most of the situations that you would want to shoot just mm -hmm. because you can keep a tiny bit more of your subject in focus. And then the distance and the depth of field blur kind of fall off in a very similar way to what we would see on the Vivo. Yeah. And, and then if you need to, you can stop down to F4 and then everything is just razor sharp for a phone with this size sensor. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's really, a, a, it's such a nuanced conversation about sensor dynamics, different types of pixels. Um, you know, the Vivo and the GN1, the Pixel 6, those are pixel binning sensors. You yeah. arrive at a 4 to 1 well, pixel 12, bin. Yeah, like a, versus... basically an effective 12 megapixel uh, images. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I mean, I mean, like any of these, you see like 50 megapixels, 108 megapixels, 200 megapixels. No, 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 no. You're, you're eventually going to kind of end up at a 12 megapixel output regardless. Um, so I kind of like what Sony is doing is they're focusing on it's just a 12 megapixel shooter but instead of playing these HDR image processing pixel binning games, so much of their AI has gone into subject detection, mm -hmm. eyeball tracking for autofocus. Oh, razor sharp eyeball detection. Oh, fast. my God. And, it's and like it, Skynet it, spooky fast it, image. It, it can uh, match up with my cats. This is, yeah, no, no, no. It, it matches up with my cats, which is the best part for me ever because they never stand still. You can never find a cat. I mean, with the exception when they're asleep and I've posted like a picture of them before, 
in my in, in the pictures that I posted on Instagram, uh, my cat kept walking the whole time, and I had the camera on. Sorry, uh, and I had the camera of like basically moving, moving, and like literally face, the eye, everything, da, 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 yeah. da, da, and kept moving in there. So, um, and and then they're also trying to bring that in as a video. That's the other option mm-hmm. that they're we're, we're hopefully going to be able for video. Eye tracking for video detection. So, like, think of content <laughs> creation. The fact that that is a camera sensor that's on a mobile phone so that's going to be in your pocket if you're using it and um using the uh the display that you're able to get on it which is also a very small accessory with a small cable you are suddenly now able to use this fully as one person production crew or be the camera person supporting somebody else inputting audio from multiple sources um charging the phone making sure your batteries are running um there's a lot of things going on so i'm I'm really very happy with what they have done and I am going to go on mute for one second. <laughs> no worries. So Vasikos is asking, is the 21 by 9 video wider frame from the 4 by 3? And it's not. So the 21 by 9, so the 21 by 9, the 16 by 9, and the 4 mm-hmm. by 3 all occupy the same width of mm-hmm. frame. It's all vertical crop from the 4 by 3. Uh, but that's also what's exciting about Video Pro is it gives us a lot of the same functionality as Cinema, uh, Cinema Pro, mm-hmm. but for a 16 by 9 frame. So you get a well, more traditional video look out of Video Pro, mm-hmm. but the main the, the the main starter for Video Pro is way simpler than Cinema Pro. And, but and if I, you want, and, you can go yeah. a menu deeper and get all of the same granular manual controls. It's buried in there. It's not as it's not as in your face. It makes it a little less intimidating. Well, but it's, it's supposed Pro, to be a pro. Yeah, it's supposed to be a pro version of. Um, a camera, but it's it without the project based uh, profile or workflow right. that you have in but, the cinema. You know, I, they they definitely are trying to also take a look at a potential audience. You know, like I, I feel like they might be missing the mark on the original Xperia Pro because mm-hmm. they were trying to talk about like live streamers, and you know, like yeah. live streamers are not looking at a twenty five hundred dollar phone to live stream to broadcast. No. Yeah. But television studios are flipping buying those and, and they're selling yeah that's the crazy part they're selling, they're selling, a ton selling of out those. they're selling out of um, pros they, they cannot pop. manufacture enough of them because they grossly underestimated the potential interest in the, the first exposure well, pro at 20 the other thing though is what 2020 did for us is put a massive focus on streaming and broadcasting yeah. and content creation remotely so there's been a lot of heavy focus on people remotely working and you want to get them those pro level tools and i feel yeah. like the Pro, like you said, still fits that because it has the ultra wide band. It has, um, you know, the actual HDMI in as opposed to having to have right, uh, but, an but HDMI rather than, option. Then, like, talk this out. So, if I show Video yeah. Pro and and I just you know here's my big old fat mouth, um, Video Pro starts as a much simpler interface. Mm-hmm. You've yeah. got like big red record button, and you can go full auto. I mean, that's not something you can do in Cinema Pro. Mm-hmm. Cinema Pro makes you set your shot every single time. And Cinema Pro does not mess with a lot of aggressive image stabilization. Cinema Pro assumes you're going to shoot cinematically, which means gimbals or steady cams or tripods. So Cinema Pro handheld is going to look pretty rough. But if you go into Video Pro, you've got an immediate, accessible, point-and-shoot video mode ready ready to set up. And then you can go a menu deeper and get 
all of those other granular controls for frame rate, for exposure, for uh, shutter speed, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The one thing I really dig on uh, Video Pro though, it's something that we haven't seen since LG kind of toyed with it, especially like the V50 era is this zoom slider. So as it's, it's, it's pulling that zoom, it is a very slow and even yeah. Um, and, and kind of speed controlled, like you can make it go faster or you can make it go slower as you as you zoom. But it is beautiful, like the 4K footage as you're obviously cropping, you know, it's mm-hmm. not like there's an actual like telephoto lens in this that's zooming out. This is all pixel crop. I don't know how they're getting to the image fidelity that they're getting by the time you get to the full zoom in video because it looks yes. phenomenal. And the it's effect actually very good, is, yeah. is almost cinema smooth. So it's not like you would zoom and then that would be your cut point and you would slam those two clips together. The transition is a part of your footage. And so yeah. you, you, you do your object tracking, you tap on the screen to focus, a little box pops up with these two like side lines mm-hmm. on it. Like It'll follow the subject. Yeah. And then you slowly ease into that zoom and it looks like you're pulling the focus on a lens. It's so buttery. And it's those little touches that you're like, push record, hit the zoom, fancy looking video, 4K done. And you're like, that's, that's incredible. It, um, it is... that, that's the stuff that I get exciting about. That, that's why I'm a little angsty about how much marketing is going into one inch sensor when I feel like that kind of misses the point out of all of the wonderful things that Sony has done to address concerns, because mm-hmm. that's way easier to use in Cinema Pro if you're used to shooting on iPhones or Samsungs. Oh, and yeah, also, and it's exactly. That's where the audience is for, yeah. And also, I think it gets in the way of the conversation about the mechanical aperture, because you can take an image sensor the size of the GN1. Actually, I mean, I think it's a it's like a micron bigger, but whatever. Um, you can take a, the, a sensor the size of the GN1 and put a two-stage aperture on top of that is an incredible engineering accomplishment. And those are the things that I want people to be excited about. One inch sensor is gonna end up being one of those lazy marketing bullet points that doesn't really describe what's in the phone or what you have access to in the phone. Yeah, no, and um, so just to answer real quick, I think Aditya's comments like, you know, Sony, you guys are getting too many many apps or so on. The, you could definitely see what they're focused on the video portion of this creating content like an alpha camera on a smartphone uh, with the, with the one inch sensor, I realized the marketing part of it, but they got reality is this, this centers the experience entirely into what you would need to do the experience. Everything is actually leveled at the same level. All your cameras are on the same level. Um, that's the, basically the Trinity of, of camera um, lenses at, you know, 16, 24 and 50 mil. That's one of the difference that's different than what we saw with, uh, the seven millimeters before with the pro and the one Mark three. So there is a different approach to what they're doing with the pro eye. Um, and I feel like it's one of those things you kind of have to understand and appreciate why they gave us the video pro. Now the video pro is intended to be more of the run and gun professional tool but mm-hmm. very slightly less complicated ui wise than what you get with cinema um i also feel like the rack and focus on uh, i don't think i could do rack and focus in uh, cinema in uh, video pro that's still a cinema pro only right where you're setting the two no, a and I, b I th- points i think rack focus is in video pro hold on 
I couldn't turn it on when I went to manual. Uh, so. Cinema Pro is the only one that has the A and B points, and you just hit from one hit to the other. I know you can pull focus, but that's different. So, wow, oh, you're right. To... It just might be a manual, a manual yeah. focus. Pull. No, it's, but you it's can purely... do a manual focus pull. Oh, absolutely. Uh, but I'm, you know what I'm talking about, though. The one that we have in Cinema Pro, it actually you set the different points. So when you set up your shot, like I said, Cinema Pro is really more. It's it's really meant for you to be behind the camera more so than you in front of the camera because you're controlling the different aspect of it a little bit more. Um, and it could be a little bit daunting. But then if you jump into Video Pro, you're going to be very – it's very familiar UI elements. Um, and I like, again, with the display on the back, I'm waiting – I can't wait to see what, the, what that does to the experience of using this on the road. Like when you're out – um, I'm not going to lie. One of the things that caused me to, you know, want to upgrade the, the A7S3, the A7 III to the A7 IV is because I wanted to that flippy display. It's that one thing that always drove me crazy. I can't see myself what I'm doing with the A7 III. So uh, that, that, that little display that Sony put out, I'm hoping it's backwards compatible and it works on everything that we have. And it's going to be it's so much But it's such a simple, silly little touch, but you can get to setting up all of your settings mm-hmm. and then have... A totally clean i'm trying to dodge the nvidia background blur totally clean UI. <coughs> yeah sorry so like you can pull up all of your you know all the display elements and, and yeah, all yeah. of your display elements or you can completely yeah. wipe it all out and go totally so for every, clean for everybody to kind of see that right there so here on the display you can display on off on off and then you have the different aspects because here. here's the- here's the thing I, I love about a sony so here's my vivo Mm-hmm. And when I go into video on my Vivo, everything to the right, the oh, way the right controls there, are. yeah. So almost almost a third of my mm-hmm. viewfinder, you cannot focus. You lose focus on you... a third of your video frame because they've got to have all this gunk of sliders and menu options and the shutter button and your Mm -hmm. zoom controls and all this stuff up here for like image processing stuff. And, and I'll never forgive Apple for popularizing this stupid slider of menu options because Mm -hmm. they just keep cluttering the viewfinder that you're trying to compose your content from. So we can say like, Oh, it's kind of complicated that there are three different apps on a Sony, but you go to the app and you're there and you don't accidentally switch out of that app by sliding, trying to slide a setting. And then you get mm-hmm. dumped out because you, you accidentally touched a part of the frame. That's really to control something else. You can focus across your entire frame because there aren't UI elements blocking part of your viewfinder. And, yep. and I know when people say like, Oh, but look at all this confusing stuff. Like when you pull up uh, photo pro um, and when I pull up photo pro, Oh, look, but look at all this. Look at all these, this stuff right here. And you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, but when I focus on my viewfinder, everything there that's is there. Yeah. pristine. Nothing is on my viewfinder. It's just tiny little bits of information that I need to know in that moment. On the outer part of the, the viewfinder. On the outer nothing part is over, of the frame. Yeah, nothing is overlaid so over. Yep. It's more camera like. And so you're wholly focused on your composition and and i really don't feel like sony software gets enough credit people are way too angsty about not immediately getting a one shutter push 
oversaturated, over-vibranced, over-contrasted, uh, sharpened to hell HDR unicorn puke photo for Instagram and are missing the fact that this shoots like a camera by design and is a much better platform for capturing more natural images or for giving you a better base to edit from after. But it is. It's wholly built to focus you on the act of composition. So if mm -hmm. you don't care about composition, then a lot of this won't matter to you. But if you do care about the look and feel of your photos and videos, there's going to be something here you're naturally going to going to like engaging with. Absolutely. No, no. I yeah. No, no. Definitely. And I feel like when I when I saw the app when I started using it, I re I really enjoyed it. Um, the the composition and the way it worked. Uh, one thing that I'm I'm still waiting for with every update that I get on the Xperia One Mark II is I want to get I want to get those. Um, the cinema the camera pro functionality to work on it I, like I, the updates haven't really rolled up we're not getting a lot of the new software uh, versions yet and i'm hoping maybe with android 12 when that becomes a thing um hopefully yep. uh maybe in beginning of next year uh we'll be able to start seeing some of those new apps and new functionalities uh video in for the most part works beautifully for me i i was using it with I, honestly i wanted to make the video with the xperia pro shooting video out to the xperia one mark ii uh, but for some, I, I didn't want to they were like, this guy has way too many experience. Uh, right. I, I ended up using my, uh, my Shinobi and it worked perfectly. And when I was talking to, so Juan and I was talking, we're talking during the day and I was like, I can't get video out to work. And apparently it's because it needs power, at least for the adapter that I'm using. I need to have power gotcha. through the adapter for the Xperia to recognize and push out, uh, for the pro at least to push out video sense. out, which it, again, not I having mean, the you, right tool. It, it works if you use one of those little garbage USB HDMI adapters, mm -hmm. but it yeah, does yeah. seem to chug on the frame rate. So I don't think those are a great option. To really oh yeah, no, no. It's just for for me. I, I but I also wanted something big enough. Uh, well, so the the reason behind it is because the shot that I was composing, I was actually about like ten to fifteen feet away from the camera, and I needed to be clear is small enough or at least easy enough for me to recognize if i'm actually in frame or not in frame yeah. when i'm zooming in so it, it was fun for me saying you know using the care the xperia pro i like a pro you know run and gun it um and, and i explained it uh my setup was way bigger than what sony's offering you sony's offering <laughs> you something you could probably put in your pocket like between Very the handle true. the grip and the little monitor that thing can oh, actually yeah. fit probably in the back pocket so I, I'm, I'm happy with that and I'm what happy. I'm what I'm thinking I'm going to start doing a little bit more of um, I've been trying to do trying to look at how I can do just like a minor tweak mm -hmm. to my YouTube uh, footage. And I think one of the things that I'm going to start looking at is how to frame for 21 by nine, oh, but while okay. still uploading 16 by nine video. So that when so people I need to shoot everything wider, wider. But yeah. if someone's on a phone and they they pinch to zoom in, everything your, is framed. Yeah, your face doesn't get. For yeah, I, I have that kind of setup for my. Uh, I, the way I, need I do to it do here. The math on, yeah. On so that. Yeah. that 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 clearance that I have just about here, when somebody pinches zooms on the on my video, it becomes kind of like it like here. And <laughs> and my big problem is shooting wide enough for my B roll of the gadgets. I can yeah. always shoot a little wider for me. I mean, that's really not the issue. It's I, I have too. limited depth to, to kind of work with like my little desk over there or if I'm doing something handheld in front of the bookshelf or even when I'm shooting outside, mm -hmm. I frame in my brain. I just have a natural feel for where things need to be for 16 by nine. Well, and that it's been ingrained in our mind for, nine, for years. Yeah, I've got to do that. 
and shoot the same shot. Same so shot, I've got to play up. around with it. But I think on my mirrorless cameras, one of the things that I'm going to start leaning on is I still have my Xperia 1 Mark II mm-hmm. using that as a production monitor so that I can get the frame guides because my Panasonic's won't give me frame guides for 21 by 9. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I got it. Crazy. Well, then, hey, that's a perfect usage for uh, for the Sony, and it's easy to, to set it up with a uh, 4K uh, adapter. Let's not buy it. And it's already a better screen than what's on the back of the Panasonic. So It's a 4K panel, man. It's better than most things on the market. No, uh, no I'm, I'm with you. Um, I, I, so I see, ironically, smartphones manufacturers talk about cameras and reviewer, uh, and reviewers covered that uh, while leaving uh, the other important features, but um, they'll also leave out important stuff when it comes to camera discussions. No, I mean, it, it's a marketing thing. You got to realize, I mean, it's, the uh, the team that's that's working the uh, the public the publicity of the, of this is the marketing team, so they're going to focus on as as more specific content, and our job is obviously to test them out and find all the little nooks and crannies, the little surprises sure. here and there. Um, you know, well, I, I I've already seen a lot of YouTuber back padding. You know, mm-hmm. like um, there was a kind of an infamous Twitter thread on some folks that we're actually friendly with, mm-hmm. um, but just like. And I mean, like, Sony's way off the plot. Oh, wait, way to charge way too much for a phone. Who would ever buy this? I mean, yeah, that sounds like some cool tech, but what would this even do for normal people trying to shoot on a Sony? And it was just, like, every perfect, like, embodiment of this lowest common denominator average user review style that I'm over. Mm -hmm. There is nothing average about phones once we climb above the price of a pixel 6 pixel 6 is now our peak of the mid-range right that that's that's the upper limit of what someone should spend up until then you have more specific or exacting needs Mm -hmm. to spend more if you don't get a pixel 5a oh yeah especially while they're still cheap (laughs) Because <laughs> anyone who's sitting there and patting themselves on the back for not wanting to review a Sony because average consumers, you're not clever. You're just showing everybody how basic you are and how you can't do anything more with Thanks. a better camera. So you're expecting the phone to try and impress you. That's not creative. <laughs> and it's coming from people that I feel should know better than that. I, it's Yes. Uh, there's been a few... Um rooms put together and conversations have been have been done i jump in usually in and out a little bit uh, it, it is interesting it is very interesting to see how people react to it i think where xperia pro i comes in it has it like you like with the kind of what you said with the uh the duo it has a specific uh target audience it's not intended to try to compete with everything on the market because it's not it's not trying sony it's isn't trying to only get... trying to be a good mini tablet it's a surface you know, it's a surface that's exactly what's yeah. what, what microsoft is trying to do and it's an improved experience over the last generation sony comes in and you obviously see that it's an alpha team controlling the uh, the devices now that this is truly slowly but surely becoming an alpha it's going to be at some point we're going to get an xperia alpha that's really what i feel like we're going to get Quote me on this one, Sony. If you do, uh, you know, make sure you cover the cover. You know, uh, the Sony is really an Alpha. Experience. Have you already rushed off to like trademark that? I, I, I should. This is the Sony Alpha, the Xperia Alpha, the TK Xperia <laughs> hashtag TK Xperia Alpha, guys. Let's just get it. I think we should make it now, and you know, you'll see it on some subreddit at some point. 
Sony's making an Xperia Alpha. Did you hear? Yeah, it's going to have a massive two-inch sensor. I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, I, it, this is. I mean, when you go into a Sony, and and not, it's because I've I've we've gone through th- at least this is like what, third or fourth generation devices that we've looked at between the one the one uh, one Mark II the one Mark III and then the Pro and then this and then yeah. the Xperia Five. So. And this is also coming off of some of those disastrous years. Like it was really dicey while I was at Pocket. Now, yeah, talking about no, Sony, Sony um, was very yeah. The 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 X line almost tanked the entire division. I was at the and I was at MWC when they launched the X line. I was I remember kind of helped was, yeah. dig them out of the hole that perform that the X X performance line uh, kind of almost shuttered. Oops, Sony smartphone division. Yeah. And XZ kind of helped them tread water, but this new flavor of Xperia starting with the 1 Mark 1 has helped baby steps recover an entire division. Now we're into our second year of Sony showing sales growth and profit yeah. growth for this division, which is something LG couldn't show in years of keeping their smartphone division alive. So they're definitely on the right track. And anyone who's sitting there, again, snickering off on the side that Sony doesn't sell as many phones as Apple has completely missed the point. In in many Asian circles, this is now the fashion flex. iPhones are ubiquitous. Samsungs are ubiquitous. Xiaomi's are ubiquitous. If you want to rock something special and you want to show off, they cannot keep Sony's... They cannot keep Sony's on store shelves in many Asian countries, especially throughout China. So th- this is this is an exciting time for a very again duo, very specific idea of what a tablet should be. Mm-hmm. Sony, very specific idea of what a camera centric phone should be, and that's also where Vivo is is competing in the same space with a completely different take on a similar idea and then pixel is a very specific idea of what android services should feel like and none of these things do the same thing at at their most reductive it's a slab of glass with a processor and and a screen and it takes phone calls and that's where the differences end yeah and and from that point there is no average consumer because they all start specializing in very unique ways and everyone who picks one of these up is going to get a different experience and that's what's phenomenally exciting to be wrapping 2021 i was so down on mobile tech getting to the end of 2020 and i'm getting to the end of this year very much refreshed on all of these different flavors of gadgets and gizmos Dude, this this was okay. John John uh, Brophy just like he was watching ah, the Japanese baseball stream, and everybody was like, streaming yeah. on MK ones and MK twos. I'm like, no, I mean two and threes. Uh, no, absolutely. I mean this this is their their home turf. Man, um, and Xperia so one mark releases. two, just like just rocked my socks for yeah. how much of a of a turn that was from the, uh, the first Xperia. Look, no, one. no, no, from from the Sony XZ Premium. Their old oh, oh, 4K right. yeah, yeah, yeah. screened phone. That was a big, clumsy, premium 4K tablet phone. And Xperia 1 Mark II comes around, refining the Mark 1, which I did like. Mm. And it's 
it's still just a monster device. It's still just an incredible performer. Oh, and so absolutely. now to see Mark, uh, Mark II's and Mark III's out, I totally believe it. I totally believe on Sony's home turf in Japan, there is a lot of pride in how well those phones are performing. Oh, yeah. No, and, and, and Sony is focusing heavily on the Asian market now. We could see that. The One Mark III was released in China way ahead of Europe, way ahead of the U.S., um, but I'm happy that at least we're still getting the focus. It's like, you know, that we had a couple of colors this year. So the the device itself, the Xperia, one, Xperia Pro I went on pre-order today, right? Yeah. Today's the oh, oh, it's up on B&H. If you, yeah. if you buy it from B&H as, a, as opposed to buying it direct from Sony, you'll save a whole dollar. I, it's $17.99 on Sony. It's $17.98 I, on I, 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 I will say that that's a dollar well saved, my friend. Heck, um, yes, and, it is. In and I think I, you should go for. Uh, there's a couple of promotions going on as well. I think on this, I'm not sure if it's going to be an H, but at Sony's, if you buy the the entire kit though, with the accessory, uh, car, uh, the display and the grip, um, you can actually save about a hundred bucks. So if you guys are interested, there, I'll try to remember to put the link. I forgot the. I was setting up everything so so uh, so quick at the before the stream. I didn't get a chance to, but uh, BNH has both of those as well. They have the uh, the combo and the standard setup. Goes on pre order, and I think it it comes out next month. Like uh, right, this is actually a pretty quick turnaround. Uh, very yeah. surprising how Sony did it this time. They announced but, but, pre order and so they're they're executing very aggressively. Mm-hmm. I would imagine this is a phone that's being built in in incredibly small batches oh of course and so i seriously doubt there's gonna be super high demand for an 1800 unlocked sony in north america but i also think that that probably means retailers are going to be getting dozens of them mm-hmm. if small numbers if that if, if not just basing it completely off of pre-orders north america is not a strategic market for sony most of the manufacturing is going to go Japan first, China second, and then the Asian Pacific area third. Then EU is probably next in line. And then North America as the distant. So, I mean, again, for anyone who's in this chat, I don't know if anyone would seriously be considering a Sony. My recommendation on this is, is again, it's very specific. You have to know you want a production grade camera in your pocket. And I think a lot of people, if they're being honest with themselves, probably don't. But if you're in line for that idea, I can't believe that there are going to be a lot of these units making their way to North America. I, I would, yeah, I, I agree. I, um, I, every time we see this uh, and we see the shift in approach and the way the, uh, when, when we see how things are released and how later it comes to the U S I wonder at what point, does it become non-functional, non, non-beneficial, but for them to, to try to keep doing it or do they even, you know, allow other retailers to just bring their hardware in? I I think that's still, a, I mean, the U.S. still has a market for them. There's still love for Sony. Oh, totally. And, um, oh, there's like, a lot of love. And and again, as as like an outlier brand, mm-hmm. I, now, now that I can kind of talk about it a little bit more, like I was showing it to my folks while they were here for Lex's birthday. I've been taking it out with me. I've been kind of like, shooting photos with it. One of uh, the parents at Lex's school, like, you know, cause it doesn't look right as a phone. Mm-hmm. It looks incorrect. It looks too skinny. It looks too tall. So one of the other moms is like, what, what kind of phone is that? And like, it's a Sony. And you're like, they make phones. But again, 
she she was curious what it was that I had in my hand when when I was picking up Lex from school. The, the so. look is actually very. I feel it's very it has incredulous. A very, yeah, it has a it has a very sexy appeal to it. The setup, the way it's done, where it's like that bigger kind of bump in the middle, where everything else is smaller. You have the little blue icon next to it. No, I uh, I got the same uh, uh, reactions of it. Um, I had the stickers on up till I started shooting the uh, a lot of the B roll on Sunday night. And so, I took so like John Brophy in the chat is saying he's intrigued and he's considering one. But John, you're you're a photo, you're a journalist. This this would be right up your alley mm-hmm. in, in the terms of, like, you need the immediacy of capturing content unfolding right in front of you and you're used to shooting on other cameras. This, to me, would be a business expense for someone yeah. in that position. I, I, I write off my camera equipment on my taxes every year. An Xperia Pro I makes perfect sense. That that's it, it something is, it's that absolutely it's, it's not just a computer in your pocket it's also a production it's a camera it's a, um, a well and for su- journalism production. yeah yeah no no absolutely. you've got a higher quality saying. sensor with an yeah. even better photography uh control aspect and then you can stop the lens down so that you know you're getting the best exposure that you can and and to me that would take the pressure off always having to have a mirrorless or a dslr at the ready and well, someone the, who doesn't for need... like a run and gun type of uh, covering certain parts of CES, exactly. even yeah, no, no, like Completely so. To agree. me, this is what I, one of the things I've, I've um, as time has has been going uh, for me, I'm seeing more and more improvements on the handheld experience. But like something like this, like you said, the the Xperia Pro I is for me something that it would replace taking a DSLR with me. Like I could go to TS with my normal phone and I've taken the X Pro I just to kind of do those other accessories and remove the SIM card from it so I don't have to worry about signal, battery degradation, just run it like a camera. And then whenever I want to, no tool, take out the tray, put the SIM card back in and you're popping and rocking and doing everything you want. So um, very happy with it. Uh, hopefully we'll have a little bit longer time to be able to do more content on it. I know both of us kind of put out a couple, a couple of extra videos on. So um, your... what, last week, or was it the week before I was kind of teasing, I really wanted to do a pixel six versus X 70 pro. And that, I don't like doing head to head comparisons. Cause I think it's gimmicky when you show two photos from the same phone and everyone who likes the Vivo says, well, obviously the Vivo took the better picture. And everyone who likes the Pixel is going to say, well, obviously the Pixel took the better picture. But I, I held off on that because usable camera surface area, Xperia, Vivo, and Pixel 6 are all now so close. But they're all fundamentally Absolutely. different in what they're trying to accomplish. So instead of doing Pixel 6 versus Vivo... I'm going to work all three. So oh. so so late next week I hope to have it all cobbled together will be an Xperia 1 versus Pixel 6 versus Vivo. You mean the X70 Xperia Pro, Pro I? Plus. I'm sorry, yes, Xperia Pro I. Oh, I was going to say that cuz you're pulling pretty back like you're going back to Xperia 1. I'm like, okay. <laughs> sorry, yeah. <laughs> I cuz it's, it's an I and it's a 1 and in my brain um, Xperia Pro I versus Pixel 6 uh, versus uh, Vivo X70. Um, and mostly focused on the main sensors because that's what we're going to do. Similarities. And Vasicos is... So uh... Vasicos is saying blind taste test. I'm, I'm debating whether or not I want to make it more a conversation about what they're all built to accomplish. So mm-hmm. less of a versus and more of an explained. Mm-hmm. But if I go versus, I'm not labeling. 
Because that's that, BS. That's, the, that's the, the way to do it because you've done it before. But the and reason, I think that's the best experiment. The reason why I might not do explained, though, is because the Xperia can shoot F4. That's true. To so F2 in, and F4. in what setups am I picking different apertures for different scenes? And it, you know, again, if you're really looking, you should be able to see pretty clearly. Uh, which you know, one is, a full which stop one is down. pulling it? Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I'm I'm leaning a little bit. If you have if you have suggestions or if you have a reason why, like I need to make this just a blind shootout. Well, we please let me they're know. saying they they want double um, blind taste test. Actually, so even I don't know what they. <laughs> <laughs> I'll shoot all the samples with every phone in a complete cage, and I'll have Marie look at the screen yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't or, know. Or, or, or you which just phone highlight all the samples and you drop them into your timeline, <laughs> not knowing which where they are, and you just start no looking. idea. Yeah, There's yeah. no way to know. Double There's line, no way yeah. to know. Even I don't so, know which picture is what. So, so I am, I am, I am leaning more towards the explained idea, just because. The Vivo philosophy is completely mm-hmm. different from the Sony philosophy, which is and completely different, different from the Pixel philosophy. Absolutely. And I think You're... there's less to glean because I don't believe those three are as direct competitors as they're people not. might they're, they're think not, they They're are. not in the same... Well, I'll, I'll take that back. I, I, maybe the Vivo... There are in, a lot in, of similarities. The Sony, there's a lot of similarities. I mean, in the use cases because of the pro level... Uh, Pixel isn't really trying to be in the manual full focusing. It, bo- it's, it's it really bothers more... me that it's a Pixel 6 Pro and not a Pixel 6 XL. Yeah. and and Because actually... Google won't give us a Pro mode. They push back against the idea of Pro-style software, but they called their phone a Pro. And it's it, not. <laughs> and, it, and it does. So that was, like I said, the first time when I heard the word Pro and I'm like, Will we have it? Pro because mode? to me, that's what that's what I was expecting. I mean, like, just uh, have it, maybe, if it, like I said, maybe have it as a separate app, even or even have it at, like keep your main camera experience, but add like a, a pro camera or pro mode or pro app. Yeah, but um, I would love to see Google's take on. Yeah, I mean it, that way you, you keep your primary um, experience still pristine, and it still meets the major uh, main uh, experience. And then if somebody wants to take it to the next step, they open up the separate app. And I think that's why Sony's experience makes more sense. If you want to be in a, a pro video experience, you jump to cinema. And if you want something less complicated, you jump into Video Pro. But if you just want to do auto mode, which I don't know why you would do it on an Xperia or any of the these devices, you do have basic. Uh, and you have the ability of jumping into Camera Pro from there as a UI mm-hmm. element. So the, the, the story is, at the end of the day, we have some amazing devices. Uh, a lot of a lot of um, new technologies. Um, I mean, again, I, I can't wait to see the final version of this because I really want to be able to test all of everything that they really are selling, or not selling us, but at least promising us at this point because it's not available for sale yet. It's pre-orders only right now. Um, and, and, and Mr. Throwups is dead on. This is what I was screaming for on the Vivo. It's what I'm screaming for on the Pixel. But first party accessories. Oh yeah. No, no, you're gonna tell they us have, they have a leather case are... on it? Yeah, yeah. They... Yeah. <laughs> There's a leather case, a first party leather case, uh the grip, um, the display. The display. Uh, I, I those are the things what that Sony, I always approve. What Sony needs to do, and this is not easy, so I'm not saying like, why haven't they? But what Sony needs to do is now we've got Pro I and uh, like Xperia Pro, 1 Pro Mark IV will be yeah. out next year. They need to look at something feasible for a long-term commitment to doing their own optics. 
some okay. ND filters. Like, so one of the Sony, um, at one of the events before the pandemic I got to go to was a filmmaker and photography convention. And Sony was hosting a large part of it. But one of the workshops they had were filmmakers using the original Xperia 1 Mark I mm -hmm. to do short films. Um, that's a cool. 1 over 2.55 inch sensor. It's a very smartphone-y look to the video. But he pulls out this case and he had custom printed this 3D, uh, 3D printed this custom case that mm -hmm. allowed him to put on lens filters just so that he could do proper ND filters to control his shutter speed. Oh, yeah, and yeah. You're yeah like, I'm looking at this and you're like, they need to figure out a three to five year strategy where these camera centric phones, heavily influenced, kind of completely controlled by the Alpha division. Mm -hmm. that they can come up with moment style optics like maybe mm -hmm. you want an anamorphic think about anamorphic the 21 lens, yeah. by 9 cinema mode on a sony and then think about uh, optics to create a true anamorphic look to that footage but first party so it's perfectly fit to the sony camera sensor as opposed to messing with little clips and adapters and stuff oh absolutely or having and it's not easy anything, because that yeah. means you need to plan ahead for your phone frame for five years, and but, that's I mean, and they and they kind of have a one, one. Well, they uh, have now, now, but, but yeah, yeah. With the one Mark II, <laughs> the the Pro and the Pro I, they all for the one most Mark II, one the, Mark Three, uh, Pro and Pro yeah, I and Pro all I have all same very same frame. similar frames. Yeah, ever so slightly different. Uh, the Pro is ever so slightly thicker than the. At least the one Mark II, yeah. since I don't have the one Mark III on me, I couldn't tell. I, I couldn't have that re that reference point, but um, yeah, you know, it, yeah, it, it it's exciting. So hopefully, we'll have a, a better conversation and maybe more time with it uh, once it becomes available. Uh, if if they're able to get a, if there is units available for them to uh, to allow us to actually have a little bit more of a, a longer, I'll say, a, 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 you know, like after the retail conversation type. Sure. Because uh, we didn't get a chance to have one with the Xperia One Mark uh, One Mark Three, I think. They're which I was hoping too they're well, well. Way for their too, PR yeah. to get review <laughs> units, which is and a that's good a thing. very good problem that, to have. That is a it's a very good problem for them to have, uh, but it kind of puts yeah no I it's it's just some of the new things I saw on the One Mark Three um, were the things I really was wishing for them to start coming out to the One Mark Two because we I still love that one, but it's just mm -hmm. uh, as updates are coming up, I feel like it may be held at the at the full version of Android, which is what they kind of did with the One Mark II anyways. We didn't get video yeah. in until we jumped over to Android 11, which I understand. It, it They wanted to keep that as part of the major push. Um, but, you know, uh, we are pretty much hitting that magical hour, not hours, magical hour and 50 minutes uh, timeline. Um, so with that being said, so you'd probably say, I think for me, it's the same thing. But my best part of the week really is Xperia 1 Mark III Sorry, Xperia, Xperia 1 Mark III, Xperia 1 Pro I, and the Pixel 6 Pro uh, being in the studio for me and getting a chance to spend some time oh, with yeah. them. And and obviously still being able to spend more time with it. And I will be on the hunt for a one Mark, uh, a Pixel 6 256. I, I need to get a bigger storage, and I need to just literally and, live and in I that I mean, like, I'm just going to say, you know, may the odds be ever in your favor, your favor. oh my god <laughs> man the the pre-orders are it's getting it, oh no there's no way to get it from so uh, from from google's site yeah and best buy Attacked. is getting them in small batches and they're carrying more of their locked versions so they're really more focusing on you know sprint t-mobile yeah. and at&t but what kills me is because i would have gone with t-mobile don't get me wrong i would have just gone with a straight mm -hmm. t-mobile unit 
they're not selling the higher capacities. They're selling yeah. only the 128s. Yeah. And I don't understand that. Like why Samsung it's, does the well, same? Well, I think it's I think it's price point and I think you don't want more expensive components sitting on shelves. I yeah. And so I, you 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 wait to see when there's a, a tipping point of a certain number of consumers that are waiting in line for the larger storage options and then you push that batch out. I, yeah, I think it's I know, right I, now everything everyone's playing this so conservative because it's just it's just a major pain in the ass just getting the components to cram into the phones. Oh, I, and it don't, don't get me right. I, but it I also did, means like I if you don't get in line fun. now and you wait for them to show up, then well, they're going to be gone myself, before you can get them. It was more about like I should have done – I should have known the day you went on pre-order to just put in for it. Uh, but I – anyways, I, I – it's in the past. There's not much I could do. I can wait uh, as long as I can or I could just keep – you know, going to Best Buy every month, every day or so, hoping for them to have an extra unit there. Um, but with that being said, um, there'll be a couple more videos. Hopefully, you know, uh, Juan's going to be pushing out his video tomorrow. on the So tomorrow's is the, the duo, right? Yeah. So um, we'll see how that kind of goes in there. And uh, hopefully, you know, we'll I've see I've got you a very important time. question to answer. If, if, if the duo can be saved, can it be saved, TK? Can Microsoft save the duo? I don't know, man. I, I, I'm going to say only Juan will know. Only Juan will be able to say and tell us. Um, I think. I think. From 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 using it from a few for a few minutes, I I have to admire the technological improvement on the on the glass, on the on the hinge, on the overall feel of it. Yeah. It feels so much better. Don't get me wrong; the first one is good, but like so much better. Um, in the hand, and not that I I'm trying to bring it like it's not made out of sharp glass. Uh, but with that being said, uh, yeah, only Juan TK. Yes, only Juan. <laughs> I got to stop saying only Juan. You said that before. That was why it's in my head. Um, hope you guys are doing well. Uh, be safe. Stay safe, of course, as usual. I'll see you guys on Saturday for another episode of Best of Our... Uh, sorry, Saturday Morning with Tech. Uh, and, of course, back on Monday with Juan for his show, the SGGQA. Uh, for the very poorly named... Pro- I love your intro, by the way. This is a very like poorly named podcast. The worst name for a podcast ever. Podcast yeah. ever. Yeah, but it's here. We, we're here for the QA, best part of the show. Um, <laughs> hope you guys have fun. Let us know in the comments below if you guys... Uh, how do you feel about the cameras, the devices that we talked about, and if you have any questions you'd like us to cover. Uh, we'd look forward to seeing you. And uh, we actually did pretty well. We gained 23 subscribers since last week, which is actually not bad. So welcome to the club. Anybody that's watching, like and subscribe. And uh, take care for now. We'll see you next week.